Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I feel like I can get over the losses because the music is just so smooth. Yeah, man. Little Lost Blues. Yeah. And you know what? I like it. They're like, this could have been a lot worse. We did not have the worst night for Valley sports teams. Let's just put it at Oops. that. Too soon? Um, thank you all so much for wow. tuning in to the VHNX Coyotes Post Game Show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey and Craig. First time the three of us are all together for a full post game show this season. We have Danielle behind the Mac. Um, and while you're here. Is that true? It is. It is. Hmm. And while you're here, if you're not a diehard, become Why a diehard. Not? Because when Cooley scored his first goal tonight, the, the Discord was absolutely lit. I tweeted screenshots on my Twitter account. Um, amazing stuff. So become a diehard today so you can read Craig's mailbag that dropped yesterday. I mm-hmm. like, have no idea what day it is. You might even be able to read. Like some Diamondback stuff that will never yeah, see the light of Yeah, so Craig has else. some Diamondback nuggets that he might just reveal to diehards because, yeah, they might not go anywhere. yeah. Anyway, so we invite you to become a diehard and join the family. But let's get into this one. Should we? Do you want to start with our 30-second summary thing? Do you want to do that? Yeah, let's start with it. Okay, how do we do that? Is it speed read? No, so, like what, Sh- so like we're going to start doing this thing again, mm-hmm. borrowed from our friends at DNVR Abs, where we summarize the game. But they do it in 60 seconds. We're going to do it in 30. 30. And we, we one of us can volunteer. So, PD, why don't you go? 30-second okay, game summary, go. 10 minutes into this one, Troy Terry gets two. It's 2 nothing. Ducks battle back. Before the end of the first period, Kraus from Mosier and Bugstead. Cooley with his first. We'll talk about later. From Mosier and O'Brien. Mosier with two assists. We're tied going after one, right? 2-2? Two, two? Yeah, then Arizona gets, goes up 3-2 on a goal from Kraus, Michelli, Valimaki. Carlson scores on a tip to make it 3-3. And in overtime, Troy Terry with the hat trick. Ducks win 4-3, and that's your 30-second summary. Well done, Petey. Well done. See how people get... Like, does that... Don't people are going to turn it so off So thanks now? so much for tuning in to the post-game show. If we could leave after that, <laughs> that would be somebody. Especially after a loss. Yeah, we We're should good. talk okay. to Saul about that. <laughs> oh, good night, right, everybody. Greg is gone. Um, all right, I guess I'll carry this one. Okay, so... The, now we can dive deeper, though. Let's we dive deeper. Summary, so we know who got we got to talk about who got the points. And there's some good things. There, there were some, some good things. things. There were there were some of good, good things. things in that game. Yeah, look, OT's a crapshoot, right? I mean, it's... and Coyotes had possession for like two oh thirds of the overtime. If, if possession won you the game, the Coyotes won. Yeah, because they had it of the four minutes that they played in overtime. They had clearly had it for three and a half. Yep, and yep. brought it back. 
and it's did it again. fine. It's an OT loss. It's whatever. Fine. They were the better team, I thought tonight. It's I thought fine. they were a better team on the ice tonight. One of the one of the things though, the Anaheim Ducks have won five in a row. They're now third place in the yeah, Pacific. Yeah, what the they hell is going the on? Coyotes in the playoff standings. So the Coyotes are in a wild card spot, but Anaheim is, is tied for that last Paper automatic Tiger. playoff bid. Paper Tiger. But the point of that is, this is a team that the Coyotes need to get points on. Like you've got to get points. Yeah. And, and if you you're talking and they about did. playoff games, they did. so you got a point on the road. Now you have to make hay at home. So you got to come home for three. You've got to get some points on these games at home. And yep. it starts tomorrow in Montreal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's dive into this one and we'll start. Well, let's start with the numbers um, and kind of paint a picture. Coyotes outshot the Ducks at every turn in this game and ended the game out shooting them 35 to 29. Um, but unfortunately for the Coyotes, not, no real success on their power play. The Ducks, however, found success on theirs. They were two for four. Those first two goals of the game, Troy Terry on the power play. Um, big hitting game. We'll talk about the hit on Sean Dersey in a little Ducks 27 to the Coyotes eight hits pretty big disparity there and then the Coyotes had far more shot attempts 66 shot attempts to the Ducks 43 27 hits to eight tells me one thing the Coyotes had the puck they yeah had, yeah they had the puck way more than the Ducks tonight and it showed too in the game. shot yeah, attempts yeah. too yeah yeah and this is one of the things you saw in the Chicago game last last game where they get eight goals the Coyotes are better offensively over these last two games yeah. and I know that you get the loss in overtime but they're getting they're possessing the puck more in the offensive zone. They're getting more shots on goal, which is something this team didn't do a year ago. Was shoot the puck enough? So there are some positives offensively coming from that, and and, and that is a good thing. Would you like to know their Korski percentage, as Dave Tippett used to call means. it? It's Corsi, but I, mean, I don't know what, what that Korsky? means. <laughs> Did you give it a Korski? I don't know what either of those things are. It's sixty three point seven five percent for the Coyotes. So just go. just. What does that mean? Well, no idea. shots and shot attempts correlate to possession. They do not equate to possession, but they, they give you a pretty good read on what happened in the game. And you look at these numbers, the Coyotes have the puck like two-thirds of the time. So yeah, that's positive. And, and it is positive because we talked about this team having the, the ability to get secondary scoring, try to find offense, and I thought that those questions were answered today. The, the concern, though... One uh, from the numbers was the power play going over four, yeah. and they they went over two against Chicago. So now they're over their last six. This is a team that had power play goals in 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 six of their first seven games, and now they've gone scoreless in two. And I didn't get the feeling tonight that I, I guess there was that one flurry where, where um, Schmaltz put one off the post, but they didn't they didn't have they didn't gain momentum on their power play. They didn't get great scoring chances off the power play. Um, that was a concern. That's something they're going to have to. You're going to have to capitalize if you're going to want to win these games. You've got to be better in in the in, in the special teams, and and they gave up two well well shorthanded. Yeah, so. they they definitely didn't win the special teams battle. I, sorry to correct you. They did go one for four against Chicago on the power play. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah, special teams were a big deal tonight. They, I mean, you you play even in the special teams game oh, yeah, tonight, you probably win this game pretty easily yeah. because they were just a better team at five on five. And they've been, you know, we talked about their inability to score five on five early in the season. They're okay in that department. The Chicago game helped a lot, but they haven't given up a lot five on five more, probably more importantly. I think they're a top 10 team and goals allowed at five on five. So you get those special teams short up like or, or clicking like they were at least the power play earlier in the season. You, you might have something here. Yeah, and, I, and I, when you look at the the Ducks getting two goals on the power play, and I know they had like you know Terry Troy Terry is a highly skilled, highly Scary skilled Terry. player, but but you're going to get some of these teams. This team is going to play when you look at teams like Colorado and Toronto and the teams that have those high high end power plays in Boston and the you know the top ten power plays in the league. 
Anaheim's not a top 10 power play in the league and you're giving up two out of four. You, they're going to have to tighten that up. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, it's, it's allowing those seam passes that we talked about that, that they're just giving up too many of those looks. You just don't like their structure in the PK. I, I don't. I, I see what you're talking about too. I, I, I think they're so aggressive and I know Andre Turney wants his guys to be so aggressive, but when you're aggressive, you open up holes. If I attack a player and there's only four of us to five of you, if you attack somebody, there's going to be holes in behind you. And I just wish sometimes that their sticks would be better prepared in lanes and maybe they wouldn't attack quite so hard. If you're looking at a guy with full possession of the puck and he's looking at you, don't go. Like, don't go. This is the National Hockey League. Like they, the, the puck skills of the players you're going against are so good. If you see numbers, go. Meaning if you see the back of their sweater and you see their number on the backs, go. But if you see a guy looking right at you, just patient just be patient and hold your spot so yeah it was a little frustrating watching that that tonight they're gonna have to get better on the penalty kill and we keep we're gonna set the bar high if the team's gonna say that the, the bar is the playoffs then if you want to make the playoffs you need to win the special teams battle yeah and i i thought that was one of the areas tonight that that made the difference well let's get into some i guess more positive not that we've been super negative but there no. were a couple really really great things tonight and hmm. let's start with Lawson Kraus finally scoring his first goal and second goal of this season. Lawson Kraus, of course, has been a guy, he and Bear Hayton, who can't freaking buy one and still couldn't, had some a couple tonight that were just, oh, so close. Um, but Lawson Kraus finally, he returns from illness um, this week. He gets on the board for his first two of the season and kind of feel, felt like the floodgates opened for him. So. Yeah, it's good to see him. I mean, he... I didn't, I didn't think that line was great earlier in the season. I didn't think they were generating a lot, but they're doing more now, um, and I, I've liked their game recently. Um, so good to see him get on the board, but the thing that disappoints me still is that we didn't get to see Lawson and Claire Krause's uh, Halloween costumes. Oh, my costumes. God. Apparently, they were going to dress as Limu the Emu and his Doug. Doug? Is, is that his name? His yes, sidekick Doug. is Doug. Oh, Doug. But they didn't get a chance to who, do it because... Who is going to be the... the yeah, who this is, is what I did not either. ask the follow-up question, Greg, but I am... I'm the journalist. I am guessing... Uh, I'm just going to put this out there. I'm guessing that Claire would have been the emu. That's, that's See, what I'm I think guessing, the opposite. So. I think Claire would have been Doug. Wow, that would have been and something. And I think Krauser was taller. We might need to ask. follow up on this. Yeah, yeah. and I would, we need pictures of that. And Kraus was successful for the same thing that they did against Chicago. They got to the net. And Lawson Kraus scores both of those goals from in tight, from very good passes, but he's a guy that needs to get to that area of the ice, and he did. Still like that subtle little cross-check? Yeah, cross yeah, like clear a little space That's there, okay. and oh, what the big guy's got to do in front of Rebound. that. Rebound. But, but, but he gets to those areas, and, and this team over the last two games has been able to get to the net. Second game in a row, the top line's not on the score sheet. Mm. Yeah. And that's a line... That has to be on the score sheet. Yeah, Nikita, because Nikita said, normally I expect a number one center to at least chip in some points. It's like this line, it's so bizarre. I mean, it was even more bizarre in the 8-1 game. How do you not contribute yeah. on any of the eight mm. goals? Tonight, okay, like obviously the kraus Michelli line had some success, and then obviously Cooley, who we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but yeah, just Yeah, and, and Hayton's name has come up a lot in the chat. <sighs> There is going to start to be, if not already, some some questions there. I mean, Barrett Hayton's job is to get to the front of the net. He's he's there to get the other two guys the puck and get them space by getting to the net. However, as the number one center, you also need to be able to put points on the board and distribute the puck to those guys, and you should be getting some points. He's not finishing. He's not finishing. The chance he had tonight fantastic scoring chance, and you, you'd like that he's getting the scoring chances, but at some point, 
that line has gone scoreless in two at some point, And it's not like they got, they got what 11 goals over those two games. Yeah. And these guys don't have a point. What do you do though? Like, like do you really have any legitimate options no. to play between Schmaltz and Keller? You don't like people are like, well, Logan Cooley, Logan Cooley can't play on no. that line. You can't do oh, that. Oh my goodness. No, no. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine the defending there? No, no. I mean, no offense. Can to that, you but... put, could you put, and he doesn't belong there obviously, but just to shake things up, could Nick Bugstad play between those guys? I don't think he can. I don't think he plays that style of game. Nick Bugstad, Nick Bugstad is a North South guy. And he's going straight through, and and that line we saw tonight that they're so active and they're yeah. east west and there's so much movement. The one guy that if this happens another game, don't be just surprised if you see Boyd jump in there again. It's mm. so funny. I was gonna say Boyd, but kind of as a joke. But at some point, though, it, again, it's your top line, and these guys are they had five and six game point streaks going in. Yeah. And now they've gone scoreless in two, and, and really weren't good in that LA game. No, they had no zone time. And and, yeah. and the chances they did get tonight were off the power play. Yeah. I I don't know. Again, don't don't panic yet. You're you're not ten games into the season, so you don't want to mix things up too much. But right. they're also if you're not going and things aren't going, you got to do something. And and so that wouldn't surprise me to see someone Boyd just jump in there for a game and maybe put um, Hayton down and maybe put Hayton on the wing. I I. I Try something else. Mm. I think you need to jumpstart the whole group right now. That the, those three players, and maybe that jumpstarts Barrett Hayton. Put him on the wing with Logan Cooley, and, and right now that spot would be open if, if seventy two jumps up. Maybe maybe mm. try something different. I I I, I know the way Bear coaches though. That's not going to change anytime soon. I mean, I, it's going to have to go four or five games without them um, getting any points. And I think Andre Turney's fine with with Hayton not on the score sheet if. Keller and Schmaltz are right because if and he's that, well, that's how it was with the first right. few games of the season. That's what it was. It was yeah, Hayton wasn't scoring, but he was in front of the net, and yes. Keller and Schmaltz had points in the first like I don't know what it was. I mean, they were, they did were shut out, but they had a ton of points in that first week of the season, and all of a sudden it's just completely changed around, and it's been it's been kind of frustrating because you need like. Your top line needs to be contributing yeah. offensively, or at least even feel like you. Barrett Hayton had the great chance in the third period, but I didn't feel like that line. I guess there were moments where they were putting pressure on offensively, but there was a lot more flash and dash than there was outcome. Like they passed the puck around a lot, and I know that on TV it looks really cool that they're all skating around, but the puck really never got in from the top of the yeah, circle. That, and that's true. They yeah. kept dropping it to each other at the blue line. Yeah, <laughs> it looked cool. But there were no shots coming out. There's nobody getting to the interior out of it. It was all perimeter play and, and very active. But somebody's got to get through the middle of the ice and try to get to that net. So we'll see as, as it progresses. It's just frustrating because this is a game I think they could have won. I, I think when you look at the, the shot attempts and you look at the power plays, and, and it's frustrating. I think they could have come out of this game with a win. I thought when they were ahead, like when it was 3-2, I was thinking, oh, they're winning this game. Like I just felt it. And then... Yeah. Come ducks come back tie it late. You think, ugh, like if it goes to overtime, I don't know. The momentum just felt on the Coyotes' side. It, it wasn't a terrible game by any means overall for the Coyotes. I guess on the one hand, it's good to come away with the one point, but they had the two points. That's yeah. what that's what's frustrating. It wasn't so bad of a loss like when they were up four one on the Kings and you know blew it in regulation to four unanswered goals. It wasn't that sort of frustrating loss, but they had the two points in their hands, and that's what's annoying, and especially. For Coyotes fans against the Ducks in Anaheim, like I, there's just there's like a huge rivalry here and brewing. I feel I feel like this game, 
the Ducks games have been so kind of aggressive. Um, and yeah, you want to see them win against, I guess you can call them a, a budding rival. That's how I feel about the Ducks, at and, least. And that's where you needed your top line, right, to get that goal. As as Tip used to say, I know that next goal to push the game along, right? You you can put the game away with that fourth goal, and I felt like they were close to doing that a couple times and just couldn't get it, and then the Leo Carlson yeah. redirect. And, and if you go and you look at the the game, the, the stinker from the other night, this this is better. I mean, they were skating, they were moving, they had puck possession, they were off it. Things were okay here. Like, yeah. don't leave this going. Oh, this is devastating. Well, it's not a devastating loss. It's a game they could have won. Yeah. That's yeah. All. And again, point on the road. They've got three out of four against Anaheim this season. You're, yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Fine. And two more games this week at home. Yeah. So there's a huge yes. opportunity here. But you need points there. Yes, you and, do. and and yeah. then if you get points out of Montreal and Winnipeg and even the Winnipeg team, I think that Winnipeg team is a pretty good hockey team. If you can come out of that with a point, get two tomorrow against Montreal and then you got to get at least one against Winnipeg and then you got Seattle coming in next Tuesday you got to get points there I think they need to get points in the next three and I think it's possible yeah um, but it, but I think they knew need to get another win um, tomorrow against the Montreal Canadiens all right well we still have a few things to talk about um, we've definitely buried the lead with Cooley I want to talk about the hit on Jersey um, but before we get to all of that I want to tell you all about Gila River Resorts and Casinos you do you, Leah. There you go. And it's so funny. I was cleaning up my office today and I found a howler head and it had an advertisement Get on it. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. I was like, this is meant to be. I'm wow. sad I didn't find it yesterday for Halloween or I would have worn it on the show. Did you guys um, wear Halloween costumes on the show? He was beer. He was beer? Mm -hmm. I am mm -hmm. beer. Mm -hmm. huh. And I, I wore my tinfoil hat and an, owl, and an alien enough. hoodie. You yeah. know. I love I, Yeah, I'm sorry I missed it. Um, well, we're super excited to partner with Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Arizona's best and biggest resorts and casinos. And we got the $1 million big red showdown at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Wild Horse Pass, Lone Butte, Bequiva, and Santan Mountain. You can sign up for the showdown and stay in the game and get rewards. It's that easy. Visit GilaMillionDollarShowdown.com to get in on the action. And for more information on Gila River Resorts and Casinos and all they have to offer, head to play at Gila.com. And then you need to try out your Hero Bread. You do. Because Hero Bread gives you low carb options regular bread seeded bread and i'm tortillas I'm, the tortillas are absolutely Amazing. if you can tell the difference between that low carb option with zero zero was it zero zero sugar zero sugar yeah i'm not <laughs> ultra even, low net carbs and zero yeah, sugar. low net carbs zero sugar the, the tortillas you cannot tell the difference between that and a regular i'm telling you you can't because i use i have high cholesterol we talk about it all the time i'm over 50 some 50 something <laughs> and so i have to watch my carbohydrate intake because of the sugars and so Hero Bread fits perfectly, and I do like it, and I do eat it, and you cannot tell the difference. I'm telling you, with all the seeds, high fiber too. So keeps me regular in the morning. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's what we're getting to get this Ducks fan out of the chat talking about PD's regularity. Um, right now, Hero Bread is offering listeners 10% off their first order. Just go to hero.co and use code PHNX to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O.co to save 10% today. So D-Stone, I get it. Pretty happy the Ducks won, apparently. Mm -hmm. But a little early. Like, buddy. Like, but the team stinks, it, it and they've not, stunk for it's a not very a long team. time. Like this, this is cool. Yeah, like we're not right having now. a Stanley Cup parade here team. down Mill Avenue, but they sure as hell ain't doing it there. Like, buddy, this is a, pump your tires just a little bit, pump the brakes. Waddle, 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 D Stone. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. You, you got a big win at home. Great, and you won five in a row. We'll see. Oh boy, February's a long way away. 
All right, let's talk about Logan Cooley because the monkey's finally off his back and he finally gets his first NHL goal. Um, and it was a beauty. And I'm so glad this was his first NHL goal and not the possible tip in on the Carcone ah, hat trick that right. everyone was really confused about. That's not what your first NHL goal should be. If you're Logan Cooley, this should have been your first NHL goal. An amazing kind of breakaway opportunity, great play. Um, and you can just see the joy on his face after he scored that jumping into Sean Dersey's arms. Just, just amazing. A long time coming. And hopefully this kind of takes that weight off his shoulders and he can breathe a little easier and Maybe maybe the floodgates are open for Cooley. Maybe if he starts to shoot the puck again, get to the net, shoot the puck. He's got nine nine shots in nine games. Shoot the puck. He's got to get more shots on goal. That that's where it starts. I get it. He's being deferential as a as a rookie. He's a playmaker anyway, and he can certainly do that. But he needs to be a shot threat um, as well if he wants to get on the score sheet. But again, like you said, it was a, it was a spectacular goal. It wasn't. He he didn't uh, he didn't cheap it on us with that one that was no. that was fun to watch that, that was, was a good. beautiful goal and maybe it will maybe it will get him going and and i'm sure they're encouraging pd you you would know this better than i would in the room for a guy like that when you're I mean, they did it with michelli last season when when he's just not getting shots to the net at some point the coaching staff's gonna God say hey yeah shut the puck okay yeah. and that's gonna come up in the meetings when you're looking at video yeah. going hey these are obviously like i know for this team probably a week ago that's the film i'll show the next day to everybody, not just Logan Cooley, that you're passing up shots. I think they did better tonight. Logan Cooley had four attempts, so that's better. Only one hit the net, which yeah. was on his <laughs> on yes. his breakaway goal. Um, I like to see his speed. I like the way he protected the puck on that play. I think he is showing that he's more physically mature than maybe some other 18-year-old rookies in this league. <clears throat> Um, so I think that that, that will bear fruit over time. And I think this, this, this will chat. also get him that confidence. And he's a player that plays better when he has that confidence. And I thought for just a moment today, you saw a little bit of that Cooley swagger that we saw in preseason that you haven't seen through the first nine games, that you just haven't seen that, like, I've got that little bite. And I, I thought you saw that tonight. So I think that this goal, I, I hope, helps propel him into that confidence. And he's going to have, yeah, I can do this. And, and once he figures out he can do this, He's a really, really good hockey player. And mm -hmm. now that Lawson Krause has done it, I think that's going to open the floodgates for we him, just too. We just need Barrett Just need Barrett <laughs> We need to have a Barrett Hayden walking and talking. Oh, that's we need it yeah. yesterday. You go. you we gotta, need you it yesterday. Take He's up next. Bring yeah. some sage while yeah. you're yeah. at <laughs> He's up next. Anyway, and I, I we're, we're, uh, next time we go, we got to talk to Barrett Hayton and walk and talk. And I think he's he really does need that because you saw last year with Barrett Hayton and his entire line. When he got on the score sheet, it was... They blew up. Yeah, he blew up last year. So let's just hope it starts before game 33. That's all. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Logan Cooley is now tied for the rookie lead in points with... with Connor Bedard? No. Have you heard of Ridley Who? Gregg? Who? Gregg? For the Ottawa Senators? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, not... not it's not Connor Bedard. It's it's, it's not Connor Bedard. I thought, I thought they gave him the uh, the, the Calder already. No. Yeah. Not yet. They didn't. Um, I so think they did at CHGO, but <laughs> yeah, they clearly did. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, even though he only has one goal, he does have seven points um, on the season. So I don't know. This could be the start of a really really interesting rookie race. This is something we're going to track all season, not just with Cooley and Bedard, oh, but no, there's no, a it's a, deep it's a very very interesting yeah. race. I mean, you got Luke Hughes at the top of. Up here, you got Bobby Brink. Bobby um, Brink, you know, Bobby Brink, do you know his? Um, I know you don't know because I haven't told you. His grandfather is he was my high school hockey that? coach. I thought you were going to tell me it was in like uh, his dad is from Bemidji. He was in armored truck security or something. His dad was from Bemidji and played for the Golden oh, Gophers. And Bobby, oh man, Bobby played for Denver, but 
But uh, yeah, don't forget the Brinks. They have well connections to Bemidji, so another for Bobby. Rookie. There's there's like ten rookies right now that are. Yeah, yeah, it, it, crazy it, rookie race, and they're guys right that are playing important minutes for their teams, yeah. and, and they're playing very well right now. And, and can't we, forget Maddie Nyes. Maddie Nyes, yeah, another name you got to throw in that hat. So Arizona Leo Jones. Carlson tonight with his third goal. Yeah, and there's mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. really big Slavkovsky. Oh, we might, I might be Ooh, writing about we'll him tomorrow. More about that tomorrow. We'll get some fire takes on Slavkovsky tomorrow. Um, do stone. Great game. Sorry, I got too excited. We we appreciate you for being no, here. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, we're good just game. chirping. You Love yeah. the win, yeah. Stone. Yeah. You, you got the win, D Stone. It's all good. It's um, all good. Okay, well, I have a couple nuggets. You know, I always have nuggets. Leah's nuggets. <clears throat> here we go. So Logan Cooley scores his first NHL goal tonight against the Anaheim Ducks. Who else scored his first NHL I'm goal? Sure against against we already Anaheim know because he told us. But yeah. tell them, Clayton Keller. Get out of here. His so, first NHL goal. Yep. Great things ahead for this game. Yep. So setting a, <laughs> setting a good precedent. Really? And then here's another fun nugget. Um, Cooley, at 19 years and 181 days, okay. came the youngest player to score their first NHL goal with the Coyotes since Barrett Hayden, who was 19 and 138 days on October 25th. 2019. Uh, Barrett Hayton feels like it's been 19 years yeah. and it's true. since he scored his exactly. last goal. Logan yeah. Cooley is the third youngest Coyote to record his first career goal. There you go. So there's really Leah's cool. Nuggets for Leah's the Nuggets. Night. There you go. The Coyotes have 30 goals this season. Look at that. <laughs> Siri, yeah, wanted, Siri, Siri wanted to give her Nuggets. Yeah. Siri, that's a Siri Nuggets. <laughs> Looking for some airtime here. A little Siri Nuggets. Oh. Oh my goodness, that was unexpected. All right, um, I want to talk about the hit on Sean Dursey because that was a really dirty. interesting dirty, dirty on Dursey. Yeah. Um, that Frank was a wow. I didn't, I didn't like. Listen, the, what, what you'll hear often is you know the onus is on the player. To, it's it's about body position, right? Ovi loses head at the last minute. Sometimes there's nothing a guy can do at that. I didn't like that he grabbed his head. As he rammed into the boards, Frank Quintano, I thought, grabbed his head and pushed it into the boards. That, to me, is a dirty hit. That can't happen. That has to be taken out of the game. And I fully expect player safety to do nothing about it tomorrow. See, for me, the the speed that this game is played at is sure. so high. And it is so dangerous out there. Those are the hits that the league needs to take out of the game. When the player is defenseless, you're seeing his numbers. You're going into the boards. You're going at full speed. But Toronto had the ability at that point to lay off. I understand it's a contact sport, and I am okay with him making physical contact here. My problem is along with you, Craig, where you see when you watch the replay again, his hands are up, and he's physically pushing Dursey's upper body and forcing his head into the boards. That's where it becomes really dangerous to me, and that could have ended much, much worse. And Dursey gets up and fights. So you know he's okay, but Jersey's head was right at the dasher, and yep. that's the most vulnerable and dangerous part of the boards. I just would like to see a player like Vitrano pull up there a little bit. Yep. Just just don't follow through on your hit. Make the physical play to, to separate the player from the puck, which is what you want to do, but that could have been really, really dangerous. And and I, I, I'm usually not one to say, oh, the refs, the refs. I think that needs to be called a penalty. Mm-hmm. And I think you could you could keep you know the the fight was going to happen regardless because Jersey felt he was taken advantage of there. But I still would like to see the referees make a call on that play, and that's frustrating. 
Yeah, it's frustrating that the only thing called was him getting a misconduct for out his of the game. jersey coming yeah. in or not being strapped down, which I understand. But it's like, really, of all the things in that sequence, uh, I do like the dir- that Jersey stood up for himself. Just glad that he was okay. But I, I like seeing that little bit of yeah, like fight it, in him. It's, it's great. And this, this team has to have that whole team toughness, which I think is getting better, as we've seen through the Bill Armstrong era. They're starting to get more of that. I'm glad he stood up for himself. I just thought... The play didn't need to happen. Yeah. And it was him getting kicked out was a huge bummer because the Coyotes were on the power play still in that time. And then he he could have been used in three on three. Like the game could have been different if he was in. So it's just really unfortunate that sequence of events. But um, he's been he's been good this season. So and I'm going to address Aiden said it's inexcusable to have the Friday shop. And I don't know. And the only thing Aiden was I, I saw him going into the boards when you see him falling in. Again, we'd be looking at it frame by frame right now in the room. We don't have that luxury of that. It looked like he was tied down. And when his his rear end hit the ice, that might have taken the snap. Because all it is, it's a very thick piece of material with a snap on it. It's a pretty bizarre call to make after that play. Like with of what could have happened in, yes. in that collision. You're going to make that call at that point? Really? And, and by then, the fight was over. Yeah. Like, he had the jersey on for the entirety of the fight. The reason the, the rule was brought into place is because the, the fighters back in the day, that gave them an advantage to get the jersey off. So now my arm is free and I can fight. So that's what the rule is in place for, to 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 not allow players to have the freedom to fight without their jersey. And that's what the rule is for. I'm going to check in tomorrow. I'm, I'm sure the equipment guys will love to talk about this. <laughs> and I'll, I'll go right at them and say, hey, what's it? And... and Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they forget. We'll see. Yep. I need to rewind because I, I'm moving on from the the Jersey thing. Yeah, yeah I yeah. need to rewind. Fine. We need to. If Siri really threw me off because she was she was chiming in and I got sidetracked, but we forgot to say who's got that desert dog. In oh him. my gosh! And I mean, it's obvious tonight. Craig fought for Lawson Krauss, but you got to give it to Logan Cooley when it's you score first, first your first goal. NHL goal. So Logan Cooley, you've got that desert dog in you. He's got that desert dog in it, him, and he absolutely deserves this tonight. And I hope that he uh, feels very proud of himself. Yeah, he should. It, it, it's something that the weight off his shoulders now, and let's see a whole bunch now. And let's see some highlight reels. And, and right. for Lawson and Claire and the butter pig, Craig did fight for you. So don't leave him off the Christmas. It was it was just list. funny because like he gets his first goal, we go oh like Cooley's got that dog in him, and Craig goes, well what if Lawson Krause scores a hat trick, and then yeah, Lawson Krause almost. scores a second goal, and we were and, thinking and oh my god, came and then, close to getting and then the he came close to getting the third. I was like we might have to do this, but um, anyway it, it was funny. But yeah. um, we had you know it was a interesting night here in the studio. Obviously we had our game going on mm-hmm. the D backs. Still sad, but luckily Petey brought in all of his leftover Halloween candy, which was so nice of you, Petey. Yeah, so thank you. Um, and I saw you munching on some Circle K chips. I, I did. I went back to the, the Circle K cart. <laughs> sometimes you need a little salty, salty with your sweets. I finished off the chocolate and I needed some salt. Exactly. So we're very lucky to have the Circle K snack cart here in our office, but you can get Circle K snacks at any Circle K location. And I promise you, there's a Circle K near you because they are absolutely everywhere. Um, and if you haven't joined the free inner circle program, you should do that today because you'll save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. You can join. Absolutely. It's for free. And all you have to do is download the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. The D-Box crew has worked their freaking asses off and I just know that Damon and Derek are taking an OG's tonight and going to sleep 
for 12 hours. Like they have it's worked. Time. And Jesse, I mean, don't even get me started on Jesse and all the work he's put in. Jesse's still working. He's yeah. just starting his writing. Yeah, I know. We're talking right now. Oh my God. <laughs> Chris made it home. That's good. We're glad she's safe. She's, she's getting her OGs right about now. Yeah, listen, it's an OGs night. Out. Chris it's also an, got her jersey back, which yes, is really cool. unbelievable. We're so happy for Chris. Um, but yeah, this is a big night for OGs in the Valley, yes. for Valley sports fans. Um, so we have a special offer as well. You can get 25% off, 25% off um, OGs products at your neighborhood Zen Leaf loca- location from now until November 30th when you place an online order and use our code. Just head to zenleafdispensaries.com. Find your closest location, order your favorite OG's gummies for pickup, and enter discount code PHNX at checkout. This deal is exclusive to our PHNX listeners. And reminder, it's available only for online pickup orders. Discount code PHNX is active until November 30th. So check it out. All right. Were there any other parts of this game that we didn't highlight? Veg. Oh, yeah. Veg. He made a great save in overtime. He made a spectacular save in overtime. Too bad he didn't get a win for that, but I didn't like his rebound control at all. In fact, what there, rebound, there was control? No rebound control? He was booting everything out, and that yeah. was a little disturbing. He was a he was a little too active at times, but mostly I noticed the rebounds. Yeah, and, and we, when Veggie is playing like that, it's very very noticeable because he's a guy when he's dialed in, he he doesn't not quite as active. But you're right, the rebound control. I don't know if he's trying to boost his save percentage by getting more <laughs> shots. Maybe I I don't know, but he, really he did work. he did spit a lot of pucks back out and um, concerned. I mean, I'm sure we'll see if you know Ingram's already given the He's, nod to Ingram yeah. for tomorrow night. So they've gone every other so far. They are, and we know Veg owns the Winnipeg Jets. He does. So he'll be in yeah. goal he does own anyway, the so Winnipeg Jets. He does. Yeah. His first shutout was there with over 50 saves, and um, that'll be a matinee. That feels a million years ago, doesn't it? Is that one o'clock in the afternoon? It is. Yeah. One o'clock. Perfect I like love it. Perfect yeah. for you guys. Man, friggin' fantastic, guys! Yeah, buddy, so you don't fall asleep way exactly. past your bedtime. No, and, and so that that the goaltending was good, not great. He when he just slides around, it gives me so much anxiety. anxiety. And once you notice how much he slides, and it's funny because when JD was here, uh, like we watched because yeah. they they alternate. So we watched a game with Veggie and a game with Ingi. And I said to him, I was like, watch how much Veggie slides. And then the game with Ingi, JD's big takeaway was like they're just he's just not giving up any rebounds. Like yeah. he just swallowed up everything. And that was kind of his analysis of Ingi at the time. And not that Ingram's been perfect since then. You know, he's had a couple tough games as well. Um, but it's just something I've noticed. So it'll be interesting to see how that's addressed. In six games against the Winnipeg Jets, Karel Vimelka has a 1.82 goals against average and a wow. 9.50 save percentage. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. I would say he gets. And and I tell you Plus what, I, I, I know Corey Schwab digs deep into those stats when he's looking at. I know right now they're going alternating every other, but mm-hmm. those kind of stats are things that that absolutely he is well aware of. And and if if it didn't happen to fall on that game, I would imagine he's getting the start against the Jets anyway. Yep. Yeah. Very no, uh, but but as far as this game, positives. Offense, they're getting secondary scoring from other guys besides their top line. Um, I I think that that is a positive. We're getting more shots on goal. You see more shots at him by this group. So that those things are the positives. Take away the negatives. They're going to have to do better on the power play and the penalty kill. Their special teams are going to have to improve if they want to get to the mythical playoffs. They're going to have to get better on their special teams. And the top line is going to have to get on the score sheet here in, in this week when they're at home. Those are the takeaways I have from, from tonight's game. Yep. Well, so far they have three points in the first two games of the week, which, you know, overall not bad, especially the one 
road game. Um, so let's take a look at the upcoming schedule. Obviously, the Canadians in town tomorrow night. So the team's getting on the plane in Anaheim, heading right back here to face Montreal. And then, as we mentioned, Saturday matinee against the Jets. But lucky for the Coyotes, they get to stay in town, don't have to get on another plane um, for a couple of days. And Seattle visits Tuesday before they head on the road to the Blues next Thursday. And this sets up good, too, because you start looking at, and, and I don't know, there there is rules by the PA, the NHL PA, that you have to have certain numbers of days off. And you yes. have to say before the month that that day is a day off. So I don't know their calendar on when their days off are, but that sets up really nice for the one o'clock in the afternoon game to have the Sunday off. Cause you've now played three and four. Yep. And now you get Sunday off, which is great. Cause then you get a Monday practice time. It's nice to have the luxury of a day off to get your rest. Then you have a practice day to get back into it again before you play, um, before you play Seattle on Tuesday. So I really like how the week sets up that three and four is tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a Winnipeg jet team that, that, can play with some speed and some pace. So that's a little concerning, but, but I do like the way this week settles in for this team. Yeah. Um, Spectre one in the chat. So leaving for Arizona from Kansas today, I'll see you at the game Saturday. I'm mm. so pumped. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Safe travel. Spectre one some chilly weather and some wind blowing. Yeah. You Kansas coming right. to, it's like 80 here every day. Beautiful. Now we're in the, the it's peak beautiful. weather. It's beautiful. Period. It's, it's unbelievable. Beautiful. I wear a jacket today. So it's just Cooling off. Yeah, Jacob was it's complaining about morning. it being cold. It's chilly, chilly. Yeah, it is chilly in the morning. Yeah. People in the chilly east are us. laughing. Yeah, are um, well, we finished a line on the punch card, you guys. We yeah, finished, a nine, a row of nine. I we still finished complained our to... first line. Um, and we finished it with our first OT loss of the season. Oh, so look at the OT loss. Yeah, the circle. That the people were asking last year yeah, to they differentiate. Um, so now, now we're now we're differentiating. Look at that. So look at that first line. So to recap, win, loss, loss, win, win, loss, loss, win, overtime loss. Okay. Not bad. We need CWP. To, CWP needs to run the the math on this. Oh, he keeps a note on his phone right now. So. I know. So you got to tell us what's like he can predict things. Yeah, he is good at predicting. Things. Would you say five hundred? Five hundred hockey. Yeah. yeah, I think you take that after the first nine mm-hmm. games, especially, especially with all the road, road games, games yeah. and. You know, they've already had some injury adversity. Yeah, not having Jason Zucker hurts. Yeah, I'm sure you can feel that one can... a little. Hmm? You can feel it a little. Yeah. Somebody asking about the question that Nick asked. They want to ask that question. It's a good question. Um, can we read the question? Yeah, read the question. Do the coaches tell McBain to take that penalty attempt to draw a fight at the beginning of the third period, or is that just something Jack decides to do as he starts his first shift? Yeah, the coaches aren't telling players to take penalties ever. <laughs> they're, they're not telling, and this no? is 2023, they're not telling players this is to fight. Shot? <laughs> yeah, that, that, it doesn't have. Now they might say be more physical that period, or we need to, you know, look at the hit, the hit chart. Whether well, let's be more physical this period, they'd say that, but they are never telling players to take penalties or fights. Jack McBain is trying to stand up for his players and, and his teammates, and and Radko Gudis had been running around, and I, I, Jack McBain challenges them to a fight, and and to me, and Ru- Radko Gudis said no, and to me, I we've 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 talked about fighting a lot on this show. I'm not a big proponent of fighting. I'm not. And I know there's a lot of hockey fans that just love it. And it's, I, I get it. There is a place for it. And this is the place. You have to help police the game. And I think McBain going up to Gudis saying, okay, you're going to push some of our little guys around. Okay. You put Keller, you're going to put Keller on the boards. Now you got to deal with me. Gudis has to, Gudis has to, Gudis has to drop the gloves. Like, that's just the, I, I think those are the unwritten rules of hockey that, okay, if I'm going to push around their little guys or, or, or stop doing that. So I, I'm glad McBain did that and challenged him. And, and you know what? 
Gudis is obliged, in my opinion, he's obliged to engage with McBain. Yep. That's just what I think. Or else stop doing the shit with Cooley and Keller and then stop that. If you're not going to play with the big boys, don't push on the little guys. That's just my thoughts. But that's who he is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hate for Gudis well, in the chat. And it goes back a long way, like as, as Shane Doan for his opinion of Recto Gudis. Yeah, and, and it's funny, and I'm going to bring up an instance, and I know that this is good going really sideways, but it was a home game. The Arizona Coyotes were playing the Pittsburgh Penguins. Shane Doan goes into the corner, and he pushes Latang. Not malicious, wasn't on purpose, but Latang's feet go under, and he goes terribly hard into the boards, and he's left the game. The next shift, Shane Doan's on the ice. He had to fight. Mm-hmm. It was Steve Downey, and you know Steve Downey can fight. Yikes. Yeah. And he lined up with Shane Doan. And she, you know what Shane Doan said at the face? He goes, I know we got to do this. And that was it. Like Shane Doan knew. Because I hurt one of the really good players. This is what happens. Shane Doan respects the game. Shane Doan didn't want to fight. Yeah. Not Steve Downey. Yeah. So anyway, that, it just goes to, to how the, the gentleman's rules of the game. There's unwritten rules. And that's just one of them. Sorry. There Tangent. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm going to go outside this game a second because I just saw a few nuggets in our Discord um, to go to look at some Coyotes prospects for a second. Um, Maverick Lamoureux was named the QMJHL Defenseman of the Month. Get out of here. And Jeremy Langlois was the runner-up. Yep. So Coyotes him? defense prospects are cooking. So are cooking wow. in the CHL. I think it was Mike Gould who asked me about Langlois if they're going to sign him. Yeah, they're going to they're going to sign him. They they like Jeremy Langlois. They need to sign him by this summer. That that's when the yeah rights wear out. But as far as Mavlam, holy crap, is he putting it up? And th- they're blown away by what he's right. To- I asked Bill Armstrong this, like, so Mavlam Tucson next season. He goes, we'll see. He may just bypass Tucson now. It's very early, but Woo-hoo-hoo. they really, really like what they're seeing right now. I I just want to see what how his parents celebrated. <laughs> see, this is why they can't decentralize the draft wow. because we need to see that. We we really don't actually because if they go farther, <laughs> but the memes, the memes. But again, though, here here's two defensemen, Langlois and and and, and Mavlam that you look at. We didn't even talk about Shimashev yet, like. Nope. My goodness, it, you start to look at the future. Again, you were saying, we're talking playoffs this year. Just wait. Like just the, One of the areas of concern for this team the entire season so far has been their defending and their defense. Well, we just mentioned three guys, and I'm not sure if Langlois is going to be spoken in the same breath as Maverick Lamoureux and Simishev, but he may be a guy that makes this team, maybe. But those other two? And look who's down in Tucson. Yeah, look who's down in two. Max Zuba. Max Zuba. We don't know what the hell's going to happen to Artem Duda. Will he ever play hockey again? And last um, night, I'm sorry. I get there's, there's plenty of guys right. there. And remember also, we were just talking about this as well. We got a lot of picks in the first two rounds yes. of the next three drafts. So they're going to get more defensemen. I, I, they're going to get another high-end defensive prospect. Uda. They're probably going to get another high-end center Uda. prospect. Zuba. 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 Can't wait. I, I can't wait. I just hope Max I'm here. Zuba. So maybe Petey will finally stop yelling about defense. I know. This team. By know. the way, so I okay. I brought an antenna to the office today. Yes. And we, Petey, installed the antenna. I'm challenged with it. Um, but Petey's got it down. And it works. It works incredibly it well. Yes. It was 30 seconds faster than cable. It was like 
ultra HD. It was phenomenal. So now we have an antenna TV and yes. the cable TV, but we kept them both on because the cable TV was about 35 seconds behind, which was great because when something happened, we can just turn and watch it happen again. The number of times PD got up tonight and was like, oh. look at this, po- like literally poking the screen going, look at this. Yeah. And so the reason we bring this up is that PD has volunteered to come to all of your houses <laughs> yeah. to install the antennas. Exactly. I'll do the antennas and then I'll break your TV pointing at it. Oh, I get mad. Look at Matt Dumbo. It should be at the dawn. TV at the dawn. But that's the way you should watch the game. We should have one on delay and then we can go back and start teaching. Wouldn't it be cool if we could like introduce virtual PD and you could just have him in your home to watch the game with you? Hologram PD. Boy, would that bring a little joy to your life. You forget he's there and you just hear... If you want it, yeah. If you want a really good sporting, like why wouldn't you have not something you want to hear while you're sleeping, of course. But (laughs) yeah, my wife might beg to differ on all of those things. I don't think she enjoys watching TV or having me make noises in the bedroom. So okay, we are way off the rails now. It's after dark. It's almost midnight, isn't it? It's ten forty. Yeah, I know. Feels like midnight. Jesus, it's late. I was trying to take a nap by the second period. More furniture. Kind of did actually. Yeah. Yeah. I was frustrated. I and this this team oh, frustrates me defensively, Lord. and they did it again today. And I know it's because they're aggressive on the back end, and their the defense is very aggressive and good skating defenseman, but it leaves holes in behind. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get, I'll do better. Sorry. Do you think? Hmm. Do you guys think the Coyotes win tomorrow night against the Kings? I do. I do too. I do, and I think here's a couple things. They're going to get home really late. That means no morning skate tomorrow. The only concern. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure they're all listening. Sometimes the goaltender likes to get shots in the morning. I don't love that. I don't, I don't think. Either. I don't think they forget how to tend goal overnight. So there are some guys <laughs> that are going to have to go to the rink in the morning. Yeah, just most of them won't. Connor have to. Ingram They'll sleep in specifically. Ingram will yeah. go. Yeah. Um, but everybody will sleep in. I think Montreal's had a hell of a fun time here. I think they've been around <laughs> just the, like Chicago. Just like Chicago did. I, I really do. They were here for too many days with very nice weather while the World Series was here. They had fun. But they've got your eyes, Slavkovsky. On the NHL club for now. More to come. More to come on that. Wow. Definitely more to come on that tomorrow in a story. You're right. In the morning. Lefkowski. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Is that tomorrow? It is tomorrow. It is and tomorrow. you can uh, bet on that game. You can bet money line, puck line, anytime goal scores, shots on goal, points, first goal scorer. Just so much, so much to bet on. Um, a little mullet magic action um so check it out over at BetMGM. and if you haven't signed up yet use the bonus code phnx when you sign up place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM sportsbook mobile application of at least ten dollars and you receive two hundred dollars instantly and additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome you can check out the show notes for full details and now listen to shane talk about the disclaimer Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. So, Petey, what beers were you drinking in your driveway last night? I, I went, I said with wow, and so I went, I stuck with the wow. Because like, we started trick-or-treating in the daylight. We yeah, were set up enough. before the baseball game started. And our first trick-or-treater was a little a little boy named Christian, lives down the street. He's he's still getting pushed in a, in a, a cart. I don't know, like he's a baby. He's yeah. a little. A wagon? He, it was really, it was really cute. He was Toy Story. He was Woody, and his dad was Buzz Lightyear, and the mom was the cowgirl with Woody's girlfriend. It was really cute. We had Jesse? a kid show up in a, Is it Jesse? an inflatable 
dinosaur suit, but it had the dinosaur had. I was confused by it a little bit. Had wings, but it was adorable. But the kid could barely get in our courtyard. And when he got to the door and got the candy, and it was like, <laughs> couldn't get around. How do I get out of here? The house of horrors that Tara built. We yeah. had. Here's the thing. I had a, a little girl just stop and say, "I love your decorations." Aww. I was like, "Okay, you're not terrified by them because I yeah. figured we'd just scare off most of the kids." Did you have high volume, by the way? A lot of kids no. coming through. Neither did we. You know, we we, we did though because we had Swelsey, we had Taylor Swift, the skeletons. If you saw her and follow, we had multiple, multiple. It was a photo op, like kids with their. They took it up. Like family, full families took photos with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. Like it, they, people were. It was it was really cool. And of course, Trenton Gilbert came by yes, our house. You had yes, you had a diehard. That was pretty cool. Yeah. All I heard was, "Hey, Craig." I'm like, <laughs> Shout out, Trent. <laughs> oh very, my god. Very cool. Uh, Brian Skilgaki. Do you know Brian Skilgaki? Cute kids too. You know Brian Skilgaki? Uh, nope. Skills coach. I, I know Tucson Road. The name, but yeah, he came yeah, by. I don't know when. Oh, so I gotta see him. So I didn't do any of that. I did go to a bar and drink a pumpkin porter last night. Um, pumpkin. See, I stayed away from the pumpkin, and now it's now he can't. Wait, it's pumpkin is relevant till the end of the month. Oh yeah, through through pumpkin November. Porter, you do the double pumpkin porter. That's, yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Aggressive. But through it's November, so you can. I mean, okay. It's still, so I can still, still pumpkin. So I still have pumpkin yes. porter for four Yeah, weeks? they, they yes. apply for okay. Thanksgiving. It's yeah, all good. Absolutely. But, uh, wow, if I don't get all the way to that horrible meal that's coming in a few weeks. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Oh boy. Um, you can visit fourpeaks.com/locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Um, Stein holding and Oktoberfest. And if you missed out on the Haunted Brewery tours, try again next year. They're yeah. so fun. Um, but you can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. We have a super chat from Peter who said, I don't normally get to stay up this late on the East Coast. You guys are awesome. Good show. Peter, thank you so Thanks, much. Peter. Peter's up past his Peter, Yeah, buddy. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> Not to watch Craig. I well, you, I'm just going to tell Peter he's officially my favorite fan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Trent from Gilbert. You've been Trent usurped been by right Peter M. a short run for you, Trent. Usurped. That was Peter, a, Peter M. That was a good word. You usurped. That was a good word. That's a Craig Morgan oh, word. Oh, my goodness. Well, look at See, I'm wearing off. I know. Not this far down the table yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, we want to close out the show by finally, 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 finally talking about what our producer Sean DePaz is up to. We've been keeping the secret for weeks and weeks and weeks, and we can finally say, I'm sure the majority of you listening and watching know, know um, but Sean moved to Boston, literally got in his car, drove across the country with his cat baby, and moved to Boston to produce What Chaos, an, an, an all-city hockey show hosted by Pete Blackburn and DJ Bean. And if you are in the hockey internet community, you probably know of Pete and DJ. I've been following their work forever, um, and they are so freaking creative and amazing. And if you watched episode one, their interview with Brad Marchand was hilarious and like just such a unique take on hockey content. Um, and Sean was shouting out the PHNX diehards on the first show. So if you haven't listened, it's actually in our feed right now um, in our podcast feed. You can also check out their YouTube, What Chaos Show, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts for there and follow them on Twitter and Instagram and all of the things. But really, really excited. For there was Sean. even a pie hole reference in that. So yeah, and there, there was. Yeah. Yep. There was. There was so a lot of So thanks for that, guys. I'm, just, I'm happy for Sean. It, it's cool. I know he kind of wanted to be closer to home to his yeah, hometown yeah, in Buffalo. Yep. So he's getting that opportunity. He's also getting the opportunity to produce a national show. With, Good for him. I'm so excited to have Pete Blackburn. I've, I've followed him for a while. He's, he's hilarious, he's hilarious, first of all. So <laughs> really happy are. to have him part of the family. But 
A little sorry to see Sean go. A little sorry to see Emma go as well. Yes, she Emma, went national Emma too. National NBA show. So as we have talked Big about, deal. the people that produce our show. Danielle, you're next. Danielle, really? you're like da- Danielle will be running a presidential campaign soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it, it, You know what though? It's interesting to see the the evolution of All City, not just the people, but the actual company. Yes. Because now there's three national shows. Baseball is soon to follow once the season kicks up again in, in the spring. But right. hockey, basketball, and football uh, live shows right now. Um, check them out. It's yeah, it's, it's awesome. all city shows with all a little national slant. So blowing up to the moon. I'm sure Craig will be a guest on it soon. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. We've we've actually already booked dates, Petey. No, I know. How about you? No, I no, got nothing. I haven't, I haven't booked dates. <laughs> I'll actually. be right here with no, you. They, they haven't talked to me at all. <laughs> oh boy. I miss DP too. Yeah. He's a good kid. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna miss him. Good yeah. things happen to good people sometimes. Yep. Absolutely. So go support Sean. Um, we're excited to follow along and maybe he'll have to call in when the Coyotes play the Sabres. And he did say that he will be the support on that show for the Yotes and the Sabres. There so he's going to be beating the Arizona drum in Boston on the national show. And I will be in Boston in December. So there you go. Great time to be in Boston. Might have it to is? arrange somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. How many games on that trip? Just three. Are you going all three? Uh, we'll see. The, um, the 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 last one's Pittsburgh, and Logan Quinn oh, yeah. going back to Pittsburgh is kind of a big deal. I like so Pittsburgh. I'll be for that I one. Like good food. You know the the game I might avoid is the Buffalo game. Don't tell Sean. No. Don't tell Sean. I know. Oh boy. All right. Well, that's it for us tonight. Thank you all so much for being here. Whether it's ten fifty one or one fifty one or whatever time it is, wherever you are. Um, time zone change soon. Sunday. Yeah. Like this week. Yes. There we go on Mountain Time. Don't like Mountain Time. Just be grateful. Just be grateful we played Anaheim at 7 p.m. in Anaheim. Yes, got that out of the way. Got an LA game out of the way, and they're not in that division anymore, so they don't have to do it as many times. Ah. Um, Still got to go to San Jose. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. We have tons of extra content on our YouTube besides just our live shows, as I always say. Um, But if you prefer to listen on audio, you can do that too. And be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. When you subscribe and listen, it means a lot to us. You can follow all of us on Twitter at SPDosaki, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Abraka Danielle. And you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We're live again tomorrow night um, for another post-game show after the Coyotes take on the Canadians. But until then, enjoy the rest of your night, everybody. And we'll see you all tomorrow.